0: Welcome to the Teacher Interview Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Creesel. I work as Director of Innovation and Instructional Support in Fullerton School District, and every week we sit down and get to know a teacher better. My goal is to learn what drives and guides teachers, especially when venturing into that risky territory of trying something new. Join me. Today we spend time with Adriana Rada. She teaches first grade dual language academy at Raymond Elementary. Well, welcome Adriana. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. We're so glad for you to be here with us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So um, we're gonna do a little bit uh, of talking about just how you got into teaching, what that was like for you, and then we we have done a little bit of pre-interview work um, contacting people um, that you connected us with, and we'll hear what they think about you and um, how it relates to teaching, and then we'll just ask you to react to that. Sounds good. Um, All right, so to start off with, um, tell me how you became a teacher.
1: Um, it was a little, not what I wanted at first. Uh, I started my career as an engineer major.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: That was my first, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, but then somehow once I got to college, it, everything changed. I started a program at UC Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. Uh, about, it was called La Escuelita. Mm -hmm. so we will go it's like uh, school in Spanish Mm -hmm. and so we will go to different schools around the area and we will tutor the kids we will have tutoring at the park and I really enjoyed it I really liked it Um, engineering was hard too so (laughs) (laughs) that had to do with it (laughs) Uh, so I decided to change and I just got really involved into a lot of things that had to do with school and with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned that we had the dual immersion program, so I got my teaching credential plus the dual immersion program. To so at uh, UC
0: Santa Barbara, you got a dual immersion credential or certificate? No, so I went to Santa Barbara okay. and I
1: did a Spanish major okay. with a minor in uh, teaching. Okay. And then I went to Loyola Marymount it, and I got God. my credential there with the dual immersion.
0: Wow. How was that experience? Did you find the classes, I mean, maybe there's a little, a bit of hindsight applied, but did you find the classes helpful looking back or?
1: They were helpful in a way, but it was a lot of theory. Mm-hmm. So once you get to actually being a teacher in your own classroom, you get to experience the real teaching.
2: Mm-hmm. A
1: lot of times when you go to college, they always tell you the theory part and how, this could help this class, or this is gonna support you by classroom management or science, teaching science, or teaching math. But once you're into the classroom, that's when you really get to experience teaching and what works in your classroom and what doesn't work in your classroom. So I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I did a lot of volunteering and I went back to my high school that I graduated from. And I did, I worked there as a teacher assistant.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I got to, it was a high school, so that it was nice to have high school experience. And that made me decide that I need to go to elementary school. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I like how was, positive
0: you are. You're like... <laughs>
1: it was a good experience just to see that. But yeah, I, the kids are really the, I love first grade, second grade, yeah. the younger kids. that really? That really... That's yeah. where I like to be
0: yeah. at. And there's probably somebody, <laughs> and maybe it's me, <laughs> who has the opposite of experience. You know, the little kids are for yes, other people. Yes, that's true, um, that's true. Yeah, so that's interesting. I
1: mean, I did had to, uh, when I was in middle school, so I came, I was born in Colombia. So when I came to the United States, I was 13 and I didn't have mm-hmm. any English language at all. I didn't know how to mm-hmm. speak English. So those two teachers that were with me in middle school, they really helped me a lot.
0: And where did you go to middle school?
1: In Long Beach. Okay. So when I came to the United States, I've been living in Long Beach my whole, mm-hmm. the rest of my life until now. Uh, besides going to Santa Barbara and coming mm-hmm. back. And you still live in Long Beach? Yes. Oh, that's great. I went back yeah, to yeah. Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> so it was those two teachers really helped me too. I oh, still get in contact yeah. with one really? of them. So yeah. when I decided to become a teacher, I talked to her and that was really, uh, it really helped me. It was really nice to, to see that and to hear her experience and because she's also, uh, she also came at a, young, at a later age. And so, That's and she came from um, uh, Central America. Okay. So it was nice to have that experience for her to tell me that her experience and for me to get that before deciding to.
0: Did you know that part of her story when you were a student?
1: I knew that she like she was speaking to me Mm. in in Spanish sometime so I knew that she was coming from but I didn't know the whole Mm. story about her coming or her deciding to be a teacher Mm. or why did she decided to be a teacher so it was nice to have that as an adult. Yeah. Not as a kid.
0: And do you remember that moment where you're like, oh, this is a different relationship suddenly, like she's telling me about her personal journey into teaching. Yes. What it was, was that like?
1: It was awesome. I mean, it was interesting because then, like I said, it's hard, it's sometimes different to picture you as a teacher uh, in your classroom because they tell you all these stories and they tell you all these great things that it's very rewarding, which it is. Mm-hmm. But they also don't tell you all the behind the scenes things that you also have to do as a teacher so it was nice to for her to be completely honest and tell me all the behind the scenes like you just don't go and just stand in a classroom and teach like you have to prepare for it you have to get things ready you have to learn your what your kids like how are your kids so you have to really really get to know your class to know what works for your class and every year is different yeah every year you have different kids that maybe what worked last year is not going to work this year so you have to like adjust.
0: Yeah so I mean you have such a a unique circumstance and then you had a a teacher who almost had a similar uh, like a parallel of coming to United States and then learning English and then becoming a teacher. Do you find was, was all her advice about teaching or was there other information or wisdom that she could share about that journey about Learning like, w- what was the teaching experience like for her? Um, that maybe some of her colleagues who grew up here didn't know or appreciate in the same way. Was was it that? Was there that kind of information shared, or was it more just like about teaching?
1: It was more just about teaching. Mm. I think um, she came uh, much younger than I did.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: so it was a little different because at thirteen you're already a little older. Yeah. Um, teenager almost and it's it's different it's a yeah. different than when you come like at seven years old or right. eight years old yeah. so that was a little different in that sense mm. because you have to i had to like take this and my experience was a little different that
2: yeah
1: when when you start at seven years old you pick up the english a lot faster right and yeah. then when i came it was a little difficult in the sense yeah. of the language yeah it yeah. was a tough journey yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But it's good you had she was she saw something that where she could encourage you that was good um so how did how did you end up was Fullerton where you started
1: teaching
2: or no okay. i started
1: teaching so when i went to Loyola Marymount i think i have a really good models uh, my director of my program the bilingual program LMU uh, she lived in Long Beach she was a teacher at Long Beach Unified. so she really helped me a lot in that sense too so i have really good models Um, When I finished there, then I started applying, I decided to do dual immersion. So I started at a charter school. Okay. uh, In in LA. Uh Uh, I did, I I was there for three years. Okay. And the whole school was bilingual. It was a a school that had just started. Mm -hmm. They were there. When I started, they had been there for like three years. Mm -hmm. So it was really new. Mm-hmm. So, it was, let's say, an interesting journey. Uh, <laughs> You're interesting very gifted
0: at, at staying on the, the, yes, the positive, positive side.
1: We've got to be positive. we got to be positive. It's a good lesson. Uh, it's, okay. uh, it was an interesting journey. Very helpful in mm-hmm. a way of, um, because, like I said, that first year mm-hmm. as a teacher, it's tough. Because yeah. you don't. Yeah know any better than what you've seen other right. people do. But right. when you come as a, like say, when I did my uh, student teaching, I was teaching, but I still have my master teacher right there next to me. Mm-hmm. So she was still, like the kids knew that she was there. It was different than having my own classroom mm-hmm. and, and being in there by myself. And I was like, what am I gonna do? So it was a really, like it was a struggle mm-hmm. at, at first. Yeah. It was a struggle yeah. at first. Um, You're not
0: alone. I mean, my first years <laughs> teaching were, I was going to say, um, horrible, but I'm learning from you to be positive. positive. We're great learning experiences.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you learn from everything. Yeah. In yeah. life and in yeah. work yeah. and everything. So it was, so I started uh, at a church school, but it was really far from my house as well. So I was still living in Long Beach, mm. but I had to. Uh, commute. Wow. Uh, the way bagel will take me like two hours sometimes. Oh. So I decided to change. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I decided to change. And then um, I found out that Fullerton was uh, opening a tool immersion program. Oh, and cool. they had just opened the previous year. Yeah. And they wanted a first grade teacher. And I've only done first grade. Oh, wow. My whole five years since I've been teaching. Yeah. So it's been fi- first grade. So I was like, great, this is my opportunity. That's so I good. need to go in. So I did it um, and I apply and I went through the process and I was very happy. Uh, it's a really great uh, district and I'm very happy to be here. That's great. Yeah, and that's it's cool. much, the commute is much, much, much smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So that's another plus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's tap back into the, the first years where you said there was yes. a lot of learnings going on. What's one thing, looking back, if you uh, were kind of paired up with a brand new teacher, somebody day one in the classroom, what's something you would reflect back on and say, oh, I, if only they knew this. Like, that mm-hmm. was something that I struggled with my first six months, nine months, a year. Um, what would you tell somebody who's like brand, brand new? Something that you think, gosh, I wish I would have learned that a little quicker. What comes to mind?
1: Um. I think one of the things that comes to mind is classroom management. <laughs> That's always that was that was one of the things that I that I really worked on, and uh, I I mean I would say not to feel so frustrated. Like mm. it's not. Sometimes at first at first it was like oh like I'm horrible. <laughs> like what am I doing? I'm not doing anything good. Like they're not learning anything. Right. But it's not. Like yeah. they're actually learning and. It's just being calm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard, it's it's hard, hard to d- do it. Yeah. It's easier to say, it's hard to do it. Yeah. But just be calm and, and know that, get to know your kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that would be the first thing, you know, get to know your kids, mm-hmm. get to know your class, get to know who they are, what they like. And if you put yourself and you give them, be honest with them and give them a little more of like, this is me when I was in first grade, We're doing first grade, mm-hmm. or this is me. So put yourself in there as well. Yeah. It would be, they could relate back to that and they could yeah. respond, have a positive respond to right. to those stories or to those uh, ideas yeah. of you sharing a little bit of you yeah. with
0: them, I so think. You, you said multiple things I, there. So it's like getting to know your students. So that's, that's sort of being perceptive about them. But then you also said sharing uh, about yourself so that you are um, maybe sharing stories or something so they could see how you were as a student. So that was uh, another thing. And there were at least two other things you said. <laughs> um, so give me a specific example of like, how would you share something? Because sometimes teachers might be told, don't share about yourself personally. It's too much. So what's something you you could say like, this is, this is work for me. Like this is something my students would relate to or they'd be curious about or it'd be helpful and it wouldn't, Wouldn't be like, you know, a weird place to share (laughs) too much information or something.
1: I think the first time that I did, I always have, or I try to have, uh, like a mini of pictures of like a PowerPoint presentation. Okay. Pictures of me or things that I like. Yeah. Um, So maybe I put, I don't have pictures of me when I'm first grade, I don't really remember, but I put pictures of me with the in Colombia Mm -hmm. so I always tell them I was born in Colombia Mm -hmm. um I want them to also like since I'm in dual immersion I want them to realize that I didn't came like I wasn't born here Mm -hmm. so I understand you learning a different Mm. language right oh
0: that's powerful
1: um so even though sometimes they don't know that I speak English but it's easy it's nice to have that in there and just tell them um it's it's hard to learn a different language. Yeah. So yeah. I would always tell them I come from Colombia. I wasn't born there. I have no idea what I was doing. Um, so I always put that in my pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't married at that point, so I didn't put anything of that. Mm-hmm. But, and that's one of the things that I don't when it becomes the awkward part of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Mary <laughs> And then you have kids. They, they'll yeah, ask a lot of questions. Went, yeah. So I don't go there. Yeah. So I'll go Based on, like, my background, like, this is Mm. who I am, um, this is what I like, or Mm -hmm. my favorite subject. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of kids love math, and that's that's one of the things that I always go to in math. Mm. So I do, like, a little presentation of pictures of things that that I like Mm -hmm. and things that they can look back and know me as a person and not just, like, a teacher, the authority, like oh, as a teacher, yeah, but have a little more personal. That's great information.
0: So just even sharing pictures and um, kind of where you like. I mean, for example, for dual immersion, just saying I grew up in another country and I had to learn. Just saying that is so much of kind of a, a bond or sharing or offer, at least offering a bond, even if they don't, you know, totally see the connection.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that seems like very sympathetic to where they're coming from and that, that could possibly help develop those relationships. That's okay. cool. What's, what's a one, before we kind of move into the, the other quotes we have, what's one maybe classroom management tip or principle or technique or just um, something that's stuck with you from the kind of the very first days
1: uh, I use a lot of songs. Okay. Songs to, uh, like a cleanup song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. It's called So it's a cleanup song. So, songs to get them.
0: Are you a good singer?
1: No. <laughs> That's why I use the songs. <laughs> I'll try to sing. I will sing only when so we just have play to sing. I'll <laughs> play the tape. I mean, they know the song, and we could sing the song. Yeah. Um, but I use a lot of songs to that. So, like a cleanup song, yeah. I use uh, a song, a little more calm mm. song oh. to like, it's time to be quiet. Transitions. Exactly, transitions or it's time to be That's quiet. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I also use, um, I like to use a lot of positive reinforcement. Yeah. So, like we right now, we have a bingo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we use the bingo, it's a bingo cart, and everything. You could either use it for like when someone's being kind or mm. let's say we're working on cleaning up.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so every time they do it, then they'll do like a, we'll put a cart in our bingo cart. Mm. And once they fill it up, then we have like a celebration of it. Oh, that's cool. So I, I got this idea from another teacher. But it was, <laughs> it, it's just, and I try to change things like every so often. Okay. Because I don't want them to like it bored or get yeah. just, um, it's like, oh, we already did this. We're doing this the same thing right. over, over, over again. So I like to change things around mm-hmm. or, or, okay, today we're going to do the bingo for like a couple months and yeah. then like, next trimester, then it's like, okay, so this time we're going to do this to mm. And then they'll get excited and they're really, really engaged into like, okay, I need to be ready to yeah. Get that bingo or get this done. Yeah. So I try to give a lot of positive reinforcements with that. So it's we'll get something uh, just for positive reinforcement. Right. And we don't take out if we don't do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I get um, when you, you said we're going to do this for the trimester and then we're going to do something. I mean, I got excited. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I just sense this like you have this ability to sell the idea that you have to your students like to get them excited because I'm like how did you just get me like anticipating (laughs) what what's coming next trimester I'm not even in class like so part of it is kind of that um using excitement or anticipation like keeping things fresh like you said but that's part of a a management strategy is to like pique their curiosity right keep, keep them interested yes that's interesting I love that um so we're going to transition to some, some quotes here. So we have, um, so one of the questions that I asked is, um, what is one word to represent Adriana? Okay. And we have, we have three people. Mm-hmm. So your husband, John,
2: Interesting.
0: <laughs> uh, Rosanna Fonseca, who works at our district office, and yes. she helps with our uh, English learner programs. And then we also have um, our other one was your El- colleague, yes. Elma. Right? Okay, so I'm going you know three people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the three words. Okay. And then you're just kinda trying to scramble who said what. Okay. And it Ooh. could be just horribly embarrassing or <laughs> Yeah,
1: it could be. <laughs> but
0: you know, it's just a fun game. Okay, okay, so one word was caring. Okay. One word was steady. Hmm. And one word was driven. Hmm. So I'm just hey. curious who Can you-, you repeat those again? Please? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. So one word is caring. caring. Driven Driven and steady. Steady,
1: Steady, huh.
0: So your husband, district, office, or a colleague.
1: Steady? I think Rosanna would say that.
0: So that is absolutely right. So you got, you got, you're one for three. You're one for three. Uh,
1: The other one was driven and... Caring. Caring. I'm gonna say... Caring for Elma.
0: And then that means your husband says you're driven? driven. Okay, it's actually the opposite, the opposite. way. Uh, <laughs> so almost, that's interesting. Almost. almost. That's interesting. Almost. So which one of those words stands out? Caring, driven, or um, steady. Which one of those do you identify with? Or just, you know, is like your, your favorite word?
1: Um, they said it, so I can't say I don't <laughs> identify with any of them. No. Uh, I mean... I'm very lucky to have them and to say those great things about <laughs> me. Um,
0: do you think you're more caring, more driven, or more steady? Which one would you just kind of say, yeah, I'll, I'll put that one first, and then first why?
1: One. I'm going to say...
0: Um, and It's not like you're saying one of them was more right. It's just just like...
1: Caring. Okay,
0: okay caring. Why? Why do you say that? Uh,
1: I think I, I, in, inside my classroom, I really care about my kids. I really want to get to know them like i said before you know it's just and it breaks my heart they'll cry like obviously i don't mm. show it but it's just that idea of like i don't want them to feel bad i don't mm. want them to uh suffer or get hurt or anything like that so yeah. I, I try to to have that connection with them and also with my friends and my colleagues and mm. and and at home as well i yeah. i try to to have a little bit for like something happens or like my husband, he's been working a lot mm. um, lately, like up to midnight. Mm. And so I tried to like do something or like send him a text or something like,
2: Yeah.
1: I don't wanna bother you, but like, here's <laughs> a little something, you can do it. Like we're yeah. almost there. Yeah. Uh, we're almost to our vacation or yeah, something yeah. like that. Something to yeah. like just encourage him and it's gonna be okay and it's gonna be fine and and you can do it. and. Oh, Just great. things here and there that I, I think that I could yeah be one of the things.
0: Yeah, for. it's interesting when y- you talked about the caring side in the classroom. I, I mean, I'm re- reminded your students are so young, mm-hmm. so young, and it doesn't take much of anything to upset you because, you know, school is pretty much brand new. <laughs> you know, things are confusing. So that's a that's really, and that's true throughout, you know, a student's career in school is, is things are upsetting and confusing, and life is not always um, completely, you know, clear to us. Um, but especially when we're, the students are so young,
2: yes. you
0: know, so I really appreciate that, that empathy. And you said you don't want them to hurt or suffer. Like, I really, I really appreciate that. Um, that seems like it could be a little bit of a burden maybe because you do like you can't really protect them from everything so how do you balance um it's interesting you did say something like you know i care so much but i don't always let them see like how much i care so do you want to talk
2: about that balance
1: i mean i let them see how much i care because Mm -hmm. i wanted to know that even if i tell you like this is not what we need to be doing right now even if i have to like be a little firm with them mm-hmm. and tell them like this is not how we do this then I, I also want them to know that i'm doing it because i want them to succeed because i want them to do good because mm-hmm. i care like if i wouldn't care then i wouldn't really care about what you're doing like oh you're doing it bad then that's fine <laughs> you know oh well let's move on yeah. no like I, I want them to know that this is why I'm doing it, because yeah. I care, because I want you to succeed, because you have so much, you know, like I, I really want them to to know that. Yeah. That all the things that, I, and I tell them, all the things, this is, uh, what I'm telling you this, is because I want you to do good in mm. this. Because I want you to go to second grade, ready to go and mm-hmm. like, you know, learn a lot of things. So I always tell them those things. yeah So that's why um, I want them to know, but I also want them to know that when we, when I say, certain things that I need to be a little more serious about, certain things that they know that I'm also serious because yeah. this is something that we really need to talk about. Yeah, And not so much of like um, me not caring or me not showing right. that side of
0: it. Yeah. Well, I have a quote to share from you. Okay. And this is from uh, Rosanna. So um, the, the question was one time when you were, uh, Adriana was acting like Adriana, like okay. only could. So she said on the first day of school during your first year, mm-hmm. many parents were nervous about the Dual Language Immersion Program um, or is it called DLA? Dual Language Academy? Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Um, and they were nervous what it would look like in the second year. Um, so when you heard about this, you met with parents, you sent out information, you built relationships. and. Within the first week, those same parents shared how pleased they were with you in the future of the program. Do you
1: remember this? I remember the first day of school, yes. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Um, it was uh, last school year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was nervous too. It was my first time at the district, at the school. Mm. And um, I know those parents were nervous because that's the first class. So they are gonna get a new teacher every time. So I know they were nervous about who I was, they didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. So um, I wrote a letter um, and I sent it the first week of school Mm -hmm. um, just explaining who I am the same way that I would tell my kids, I told them where I come from, uh, I told them a little bit about me, my background. And I really, I like to talk to my parents Mm-hmm. I like to talk to them and just like sometimes joke around and just ha- build that relationship with mm-hmm. them as well, because I think it's really important. I mean, I'm with their kids mm. a lot, yeah, you know, lot. the <laughs> whole day almost, <laughs> and so I, I want them to feel comfortable leaving yeah. them with me. Yeah. So I, I really want them to to know that I care for their kids and to know that uh, I'm there to help them with whatever they need. That I'm there to support them and to help them in any way I can.
2: Yeah. Like
1: I'm not here to just be the teacher and if you tell me something then sorry it's my way or my way. Right. But I want them to know that like I'll take consideration what they tell me. Like I really like to reply to what they tell me and take uh, take no, note on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was at the beginnings because I know that some parents were like, I don't know who she is. I don't know what this is. Yeah. And, and I know that they were a little, because I didn't get to meet them the first day, so I know mm-hmm. they were a little concerned right. the first day. Yeah. But after that, and once I got to know them, I know the parents that mentioned something, they, yeah. they came up to me later on and they were like, Oh, like they were very, very nice. They mm. would come and help me and support yeah. me in any way
2: yeah. possible.
1: So I mean, it was a great experience for me having those parents with yeah. me. I still talk to yeah. them and say hi, and it's just it's nice. It's That's it's great. great to have that relationship with the parents as well.
0: Yeah, and that that um, leaning on someone else for support, like they would come in and support you. So that actually brings us to a quote from Elma. Um, and I'm going to share that with you. And she says, it's, it's, um, there's not one moment like you've been continuously a colleague she can lean on. Um, and so she mentioned being a team player and flexible and open-minded, but this is the part that I wanted to share. There've been twi- times when Elma's had to stay at school for a meeting and you'll offer to stay with her. And then there've been other times when she wasn't able to attend the meeting and you're, you would offer to attend the meeting for her now when i hear that i'm i'm like wait who's offering to go to meetings for people <laughs> who's offering to stay longer at work so is this true
1: yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> i, I stay. Uh, you could ask my husband he when when he's up early i I usually get home pretty late mm. um and i i'm very i try to be a lot like involved in a lot of things i have a lot of action duties or hear things in there community meetings
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: i like to be involved in. And yes, I sometimes she can stay and I'll offer to stay for her. <laughs> or um, just let's say we have a committee meeting, for example, for, for our parents and uh, it's one per class, per grade level. Mm-hmm. And I always offer. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to say no sometimes. Mm. She always tells me like, you never say no. <laughs> and I was like, I know. I know. But, but I don't know, it's hard for me to say no sometimes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I try so to help as much as I can. I, and if I, like I say right now, I don't have any kids right now, like on my own kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is working. So, I, I mean, if I could help you in any way, I mm-hmm. can. And why not?
0: Yeah, that's great. I might, I might keep your, oh, I'm your phone right now. number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: busy after 3am.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to end with this. We're al- already at our time. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the last quote I just want to share, this is on a more personal note. So your husband, okay. John, said um, um, it was about a moment that um, he remembers, and it was your wedding day. Okay. He said you got married in Colombia. Yes. Friends and family were there. It was a fun night of celebration and dancing. He says, I don't really dance, but he says I did that day. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he said he offered emotional support, but you and the wedding planner kind of took the lead. Um, And you said you look beautiful in your wedding dress. So just any reflections on getting married in Colombia and um, just anything you'd like to share in response to his his memory.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like dancing. No. (laughs) He got that right. (laughs) (laughs) No, yes, he doesn't like dancing. Um, But he did it that day because he knew it was important for me. Mm. So I'm very thankful for that. And it was a great, I had a great time. Mm. All my family lives in Colombia. I only mm. here with my mom and now my husband, and it, he's part of the family. There's mm. only him, his brother, and his mom. So there, it's it's hard for my family to come here. So it sure. was just nice to for us to go there Yeah, and have that, my whole family. Because when I say my family, it's not just us, my immediate family, it's like my cousins, my uncles, like everybody, it's involved. <laughs> so it was just great and nice to have them there with us yeah and he even though he he's not like a oh my family could be (laughs) a lot so (laughs) for him he's very calm (laughs) he doesn't like the dancing he's very like likes to stay home Mm -hmm. like he just
0: he got with it and he's like okay
1: let's do it it's okay it's great it's fine so i'm very thankful to have him he obviously
0: cares cares about you a lot thank you yeah well, this has been really good, and the time just flew flew by. Yes. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for and, inviting.
0: Uh, I would love to come visit your class. Yes. And, um, and see the dual That would uh, be awesome. They'll language. teach
1: you some Spanish. <laughs> I, bet
0: the, I bet they will. <laughs> All right, thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: This has been the Teacher Interview Podcast. Thank you for joining us.